the world. And we have them reducing their emissions under a new agreement, under ICAO. We got the, about 200 nations came together in Kigali, in Rwanda, Rwanda. And there we managed to phase out refrigerants, which are a thousand times more potent than carbon dioxide, and which could, in and of itself, uh, save the planet a half a degree centigrade of warming. So, I mean, and, and I'm just starting to describe the things. I mean, in Afghanistan, we held a government together that was in, uh, in, in threatened to implode completely with the Afghan effort completely shredded as a result because of a bad election. Right. So we put a unity government together and we've kept that. So I can go from place to place, Charlie, where I think the United States has offered leadership and it contradicts completely this notion of retreat or retrenchment uh, that the United States is somehow pulling back, which is a false narrative that has been advanced by people with different interests. Well, let me come to that very point, too. Uh, do you believe that because of the events of the last several years that there is a new world order emerging? Clearly, uh, there are strains because of this transformation that I've referred, that I've talked about. Now, for many, many years, the United States and Americans have been able to, uh, at times, win even when we made bad decisions because we were really the only power standing for a long period of time after world war ii as the order emerged and as we had Bretton woods and as we created the you know the un all these things emerged which is the order as we have referred to it and nato and and so forth uh the united states has been critical to the development of all of these structures but increasingly, other countries are more powerful inherently. And want to participate. And they want to participate. And they don't want to simply sit there and take orders from us or simply be passive about the choices that we are making in the context of those institutions. So, China, 1.3 billion people, second largest economy in the world, which will be automatically the largest economy in the world at some point in time wants to play differently. They want to be more determinative of their future and protect their interests. Likewise, other countries, Russia, uh, if, if you have a leader of a country like Russia that whose leader says the most tragic moment of the 20th century was the fall of the Soviet Union, you can have a sense of where that person is coming from as he moves in response to things that the United States. Or he wants to restore the Russia's influence. Wants to, re wants to restore a level of respect and acceptance, and and uh, uh, and, and perhaps even more than that, with respect. And do to we give Russia's him that? We want to respect you, and we want to give you a level of acceptance. After all, you have the world's largest collection of nuclear weapons. I think it's important, and it's clear from the diplomacy that I pursued. I think it's very important to talk to Russia. And I think people need to take note of a certain reality. Russia, when brought into the process and respected in the conversation and dealt with, actually produced. Uh, and we were able to cooperate even as we know that they have a different attitude about certain things. They have a different worldview. They have a different outlook. And we're not going to be...
uh, easily uh, walking hand in hand in some kumbaya fashion down a road that, that brings us together because of the differences of that worldview and other interests. Russia doesn't like NATO. Russia doesn't like the expansion of NATO. Russia doesn't like the ballistic missile defense. Russia doesn't like what, what we did in Libya, where they believe that uh, we reached beyond the UN resolution. Russia doesn't like uh, color revolutions. They don't like what happened with uh, Yarshenko in right. Ukraine. I mean, there are a bunch of things that, that they react to. And so we're going to have to work through those kinds of things in a relationship. But look, when we had to get chemical weapons out of Syria, Russia was the cooperating party that helped to make that happen. And without them, it probably wouldn't have but happened. But as soon as you say that, I mean, you have been in a what has been unsuccessful effort to get them